Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. And our sponsors today, Big D Marine, Texan Roofing, the Belleville Meat Market, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at weather, uh, this forecast has kind of changed since I've been in the studio this morning. Uh, They were talking about evening chances of rain, but uh, it's picking up. I'm looking at some light rain across the Bay Area and along the coast up here by Galveston. It's not much to it, but there's a pretty good line that stretches from Austin to San Antonio moving east. It's moving pretty fast, so it's uh looks like it's definitely gonna hit uh, the Lake Conroe area, Houston, and maybe the coast. Depends on how big that tail grows on it, but it's just one big spot and it's moving pretty quick. But uh right now in Galveston it's seventy three degrees. Warmed up during the night. Thunderstorms uh this morning will give way to partly cloudy skies this afternoon with a high of seventy nine, south winds ten to fifteen. And that rain chance, 80%. And uh, tonight, scattered thunderstorms early, then partly cloudy and windy after midnight. Low of 62, south winds 10 to 15, becoming north 20 to 30 after midnight. That rain chance tonight is 60%. And then for tomorrow, sunny with gusty winds. They'll be diminishing in the afternoon. But uh, we'll have a high of 74 and north-northeast winds at 20 to 30 miles per hour with higher wind gusts possible. So pretty good little blow with this front line. And uh, as the world turns, it there it is. Rain coming. And a pretty good strong front. I don't think uh, – I think today Houston's supposed to hit like 88 degrees. That's uh, two degrees shy of a record back in 1944 of 90 degrees. So – Pretty warm ahead of this front. Tides for today. These are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We have a low this morning at 6.59 a.m. It's an 0.1 with a high coming in at 3.09 p.m. this afternoon, a 1.5. And then another low tonight at 8.40 p.m., a 1.2. 6.53 a.m. at sunrise, 7.46 p.m. sunset. And our moon phase, 34%. I think our first new moon will be uh, next Thursday. 
Looking at current conditions offshore, it's uh, south-southeast 11 to 13. Barometric pressure 29.80 inches and falling. Air temperature 73, water temp 72. And in Galveston Channel, it's 74 degrees with 73-degree water. South, it's 6 to 9. And at Eagle Point, it's 73-degree water and 73-degree air. South-southeast 11 to 13 and up at Morgan's Point. It's 70 degrees with 70-degree water. South-southeast winds at 5. So there you have it. Good luck. All right, let's get to our phone lines. Let's go over to Sabine Lake, and let's check in with old Captain Billy Billy P. Watkins. <laughs> Bill, what's up? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, oh, bud. Shoot, it's up. I'm up, I'm up and running this morning. Now you're going to... Get ahead of the weather. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when they change in the middle of the night while I'm asleep. Yeah, and then they and it changed uh, just in the last hour. I've been here since three, so yeah. At uh, the three o'clock forecast, read totally different what the four o'clock forecast. So here we go. That's crazy, but. That's the way it works. You have to be able to bob and weave and adjust. So we've got southeast winds right now. So that probably is going to change my whole game plan. It might. (laughs) Yeah, I was expecting south, you know, to southwest a little bit. We're kind of south-southeast over here. It probably is here, too, so. And, you know, with that front line coming, it should kind of swing over southwest a little bit. It usually does, you know, before the front hits. Who knows, yeah. man? Yeah. <laughs> Just got to go out there and get I'm in it and, and work with what I'm you got. Fishing. That's it. Yeah, if that, if that rain band is not too thick. I'll just let it come on through and then it's not very wide, it. you know. It just it kind of stretched from Victoria to I mean, from uh, San Antonio to Austin, Austin right now is just above Victoria, moving to the east this way. So, well, we'll see what happens. But it's moving a lot faster than it was supposed to. That <laughs> figures. And it's you know, got they some can't ever get that it. right. No, it's the, the speed. The speed that those fronts travel across the state. I mean, sometimes they'll drag, and they'll they'll be an extra six or seven hours you can fish before they come through. Yeah. This one evidently is gonna it's gonna defy the other way. Well, maybe it's gonna slow down before it gets right here to us the way they're talking. You know, originally uh, it was supposed to hit, you know, late this evening or tonight. Yeah. uh, well, they're still saying that on the wind switch, but uh, you would think something moving that fast would uh, clear on out and get through and uh, get your big wind switch. But I don't know. Well, I don't think the uh, I don't think the cold front is going to hit till after in the nighttime. Yeah, I'm looking so at just this leading just edge, be... you know, the line in front with the rain in it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe it won't rain tonight. Maybe, Maybe it'll not. Just come on through. Oh, well, hey, it's uh, like you say, I'm going fishing one way or the other. Just put like in close to where you're fishing, that way you can get out of the water quick. 
That's right. But, yeah, it may not get here for a while, so. That, I'd just soon it come through before daylight and then get it over with and let me go fishing. I remember back I in sure the 80s. Wet. It was exactly this time of year, about the middle of April like this. And uh, I had a trip. It was on a Saturday. And and I was waiting the east shoreline and ahead of that front. My goodness gracious. We caught so many beautiful fish. I mean, just five pounders and up. We were using uh, blue and chrome straight back red fins, wade fishing. And we knew a front was coming. And we had been told that it was going to be later in the day or the evening hours. <laughs> I don't know, about 10 o'clock, I'm looking across the bay back to the north and the west. And I said, boys, that doesn't look good. Back, You know, back then we didn't have the technology we have now, no cell phones and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm watching that sky nope. get blacker and darker over there. I said, I may just go ahead and go back and get the boat. Y'all keep catching them. And I went back and got the boat. And right when I picked my first guy up, that wall of wind hit from, from the northwest. And... It was like 82 degrees that morning while we're waiting. And uh, that particular front line set a record for the quickest temperature drop in a 30-minute span. When I, when I got everybody in the boat and that wall of wind hit us, I mean, it, if I would have been in any last boat, I'd have gone to the bottom, no doubt. Well, I made it back into Double Bayou, and the temperature in 30 minutes went from 82 to 31. <laughs> we were freezing to death they go man what about all these fish i said hey i hope y'all got a big cooler because i'm not cleaning fish in this weather i mean it was gnarly and uh they took them home with them and but that was that was just absolutely crazy i mean if i'd have been farther away from the boat ramp than that i'd have been in trouble where did you put in i put in it double by you you know, I started oh, to put wow. in on my side of the bay and just run across that morning. I said, nah, let's pull around a double bow just in case that front comes earlier than they say it is. When and it did. That was wise. <laughs> hit us about 1030, and it was supposed to hit late afternoon in the evening hours. It smoked us. Oh, man. Hey. I, I had a, a fished a team tournament up at Lake Palestine one time, and we were in, uh, we were in short sleeve shirts. It was 65 degrees that morning, and about an hour after daylight, that front come through, Ooh. and it was lightning and wind, <laughs> 40 to 50 miles an hour. Thankfully, we were on the north end of the lake. It was a trailer tournament, and man, it uh, pretty soon it was sleeting. And, Good uh, Lord. Like you say, it dropped from 65 down to about 32. Oh. And blew, and then the front blew through, and it was cloudy, but the wind was gusting 35 and 40. <laughs> and we actually caught some fish that day. I was like, surely nobody's going to catch anything. Man, I've heard yeah, of some did. of the wildest stories from bass fishermen. I mean, oh, it, it's like it never fails. You know, they get on these uh, lakes yeah. and uh, in the spring fishing these bass tournaments, and they... Boy, they endure some nasty stuff, man. I've been there, done that, and got the uh, <laughs> got the t-shirt. Cow. You've been to the fair and petted you, the man. bear, buddy. <laughs> oh, shoot. 
<laughs> and you know it's going to hit you. And you know a nor'wester's coming in. And you know it's going to be bad. And, you and I've heard some nasty anyway. offshore stories. Same conditions, you know, being oh. out there in the Gulf and uh, one of these uh, northwest walls. As Mike Williams calls them, he calls them blue walls. Roll in and yeah, boy howdy. I know exactly what he's talking about. I've been there in that too. Mm. Uh, that's that's not worth dying for. I'm hey, old Mother Gus, a different a different animal to play with in these bays that we fish in. You get out there in that big water. Yes, it is. You're at the mercy of uh, at the uh, the finger you of better, God. Uh, you, <laughs> you better have a uh, a good boat, and you better know how to run it. Yeah, buddy, you better be an experienced. Right, you will captain. go to the bottom.com. I, I mean, guarantee you, buddy. Shit. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's the kind of stuff you can't be too careful about. No. Nope. If you got a smartphone and you and you get the get the uh, get you the real real time radar, you need to pay attention to that. And don't don't say, wait a minute, let's catch a couple more fish. Hey, you how many times is that, let's catch one gone. more cost you? You know, let's catch one more. Let let's yeah. cut one more drift, boy. <laughs> That's uh, that's put me in a pickle several times. Greed, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Got to catch some more. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you. When I was younger, I made those mistakes. And every once in a while, it still catches me off guard. Huh. You know, some of that stuff pops up in the Gulf. The Gulf makes wind. And you might yeah, get a pop-up storm that'll blow 50 miles an hour. You go. You don't have a chance to get away from it. It just happens, comes ashore, and you're stuck. I mean, shoot, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I try to be very careful about that. Weather is uh, is a determining factor, and you can get killed out there. People do it all the time. So. Uh, everybody that's listening, watch the weather, especially this time of year and in the, in the fall. When those fronts come up, they may travel a lot faster than they're supposed to. Well, that's what I'm witnessing but on anyway, radar this morning. That thing's moving pretty fast, buddy. Yeah, it might have some wind in it. Well, I know it's going to have some behind it, but, you know, it's moving that fast. It'll have some frontline winds. That's a, that's. A, that's guaranteed. You got time for me to take yeah. a quick break and come back? Sure, buddy. All right. Well, hang with me. I'll be right back. Well, today, Big, Big D Marines having their grand opening of their newest store in Hitchcock, Texas. That's on Highway 6. And uh, go by and shop great deals on a fine selection of center console boats like Blackwood, Camus, G3, XL, and Crestliner. Outboards by Mercury, Suzuki, and Yamaha. Mention my name, get $1,000 in a free 20-hour service on your new rig. They're going to have a live band, free barbecue and refreshments, 409-938-4408. That's Big D Marines grand opening today in Hitchcock, Highway 6. Don't miss it. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 418 here in the Bayou City. Okay, Bill, we're back. Thanks for holding. Have you seen the the gas prices in the last couple of days? Boy, they're shooting up, aren't they? Shoot. Here we go. <laughs> you know, when I worked in the corporate world, the worst thing that you could say to your boss was, you know, that last guy, he screwed everything up so bad I hadn't been able to fix it. <laughs> and that just don't work. That does not work in the business world. No. But that's all you hear out of Washington. Oh, it was that last guy. He screwed everything mm. up. I'm tired of hearing it. <laughs> Everybody just, is. Just throwing my two cents in this just morning. Leave us alone and let us fish. <laughs> I could have. I could imagine me telling my boss, "Well, I should have. I, 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 you know, that last guy, he just messed things up." You know, so I bad. thought he had everything under control. I, I could have probably fixed it, but uh, it looked okay to me. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if you got to go fishing this week, buddy. Who, me? Yeah. No, no, I didn't fish this week. It, well, uh, I did. I, it was pretty good a couple about of that days. Thursday. Blaine had a really good day day before yesterday. I'm hoping to get him on this morning. but uh, And went back the very next day and nothing. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, those fish are on the move right now. You know, and you're on it one day, and the next day you got to move. You yeah, go with great uh, expectations, and it's crazy. You know, I, I had a guy call me yesterday, was wanting to uh, go fishing, and uh, new customer, and he wanted to, he picked my brain about lots of things, and wanted to know if I would explain to him what we're doing while we're fishing, and help him learn. I said sure. That's what I do. I like doing that. But uh, he, he said, well, he said, you know, I know there's just certain holes at work. I said, stop right there. If you're a hole fisherman, you're never going to understand it. Yep. You have to you have to go by the conditions that are at hand. And the only way you learn those conditions 
is by time on the water mm-hmm. and observation. There is no shortcut. I can get you way past where you are right now, but if you don't take your boat and fish a lot, you won't understand it. And that's, you know, that's how it works. Yeah, being a spot you fisherman, just, that's, uh, that's, man, that's not for us. I mean, you can do it and get no. by with it, but you're not going to be consistent with it. And, uh, you know, it's a little different in freshwater. Those fish don't uh, migrate and move around like our fish do. And you can pretty much have your structure spots and all that, which we do in the bay. But just because it's a great structure area and you caught them there three years ago, doesn't mean they're going to be there again this year. You know, you got to. No. <laughs> yeah. If you're just going from spot to spot and not reading the water or playing the weather or whatever, it could be a long day for you. You've got to, you've got to have a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. more. <laughs> well, I know knowledge. a lot of people go, they go fishing, and they go to the same spots, and if the fish are not there, they say they're not biting. Yeah, yeah. they're biting somewhere. You just wouldn't. Well, fish, you fish have fish. to eat every day to survive. I mean, they do. Yeah, that's true. Now, when you get to that spot where you think fish are and they're not biting, I mean, don't sit there all day. You know, go try something else, come back to it later, and you may get there when the tide's just right or they want a certain current or wind direction, you'll catch them, you know? That's right. All those variables play into it. Yeah. And it's... Believe me, there's a ton of them. Just like excuses, there's millions (laughs) of them. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah I try not to do that every, every once in a while it seems like you're blocked on everything you try to do you know it's it's the wind and the tide and the watercolor and too much fresh water this and that and it can work against you to where you have to you have to really work at it to catch fish right just like Wednesday, I had to go out there and and really, until things kind of stabilized, uh, it was difficult to get a bite. And the ones you did get would pull off. And you know that uh, you know they're not biting when they're, you're just messing with them and making them bite. And you keep and then they're scattered on top of that, and you just have a fish here and a fish there, or two over yonder, and you'll go to three places straight where they should be and they're not you know <laughs> right you just got to put your head in it and uh and put your head down and fish and it don't matter if you've got live bait or plastic it does not matter the the issue is the same you might you might pick up an extra fish or two with uh with little live crickets <laughs> but then, or hopomatics as you call them yeah <laughs> but then uh you're gonna wade through hard heads and gaff top and everything else too and that that sometimes cuts your efficiency you got a piece of plastic on there and you keep firing it at them and working it in different ways and finally you'll get a bite and then you get the pattern of what they're doing. And, you know, you do it that way the next time and you get another bite and you catch that fish. And it's like, okay, 
I got this. And and do it that way every time. And if they cut it, if they quit on you, change it up a little bit. Speed it up, slow it down, work it a little different. Yeah, change your presentation. Which, yeah, and if that doesn't work, yeah. then you might be able to go to a different lure that you can slow way down and start drawing positive bites, you know? That's right. You might put an old corky on and yeah. float it down right there to them. Of course, then you got the problem with the shell and the treble hooks. You have to, <laughs> you have to really think about how fast that bait is sinking. Yeah. And and work it accordingly. So yeah, that's. Well, people it, have just it, been told for a, years by you know however they start out fishing or who they fish with growing up or whatever that, you know. Lures aren't the way to go. You got to have live bait and all that. Well, it's I, I disagree with every bit of that. It, man, throwing lures you can cover more water. You know, and my theory is that you, the more water you cover, the more fish you catch. And that's exactly that, uh, how it works. They go, well, it's just too much work. It's too. I mean, but I mean, with the rod and reels the equipment we have is so light. I mean. You know, even with us up in age, we can chunk all day and never get tired and wore out. You know, like the That's old true. days, you had broomsticks and heavy reels and everything to fish with. It was different. But now the game has changed. And uh, yep. if you're on fish and you're, you're, you're presenting the proper presentation or you're in the right water column and all that, you're going to draw bites. You're going you're gonna to get bit with the artificials. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it wasn't any really good, good, we wouldn't be doing it. You know, it's just uh, some people you have to spend, you know, have more patience, spend more time with them, and uh, teach them how to focus and, and concentrate on what they're doing at that time. When you got that bite, what were you doing? Always remember that. Then you can go back to that presentation. Then then you get you a good pattern going on, and you, you can tear them up. That's right. Once you get it going... Then you need to you need to stay at it and capitalize on it. You know, well, I, I tell you, they're it. having a heck of a tournament down there in Corpus. You know, the Saltwater Legend Series. <laughs> I think oh, only yeah? three boats didn't weigh a fish in yesterday. Golly! <laughs> and his team, Ramzinski, Williams, and Dietz. They, uh, I think Ramzinski's leading with the biggest trout, an eight oh nine he caught. But uh, oh man, they've got. Uh, just under 19 pounds of trout, and they had a big red to go with those three trout of 868. They're sitting there at 2746. That's almost a seven pound <laughs> average. That's pretty strong. Good grief. Real yeah, strong. That's strong. And, and that's where? Uh, down in Corpus. Corpus, oh mm-hmm. man. Well, they, they they're got, having a heck of a year down big there compared fish. to the, Yeah, they, they've got some good fish down there. And, uh, I don't know what, uh, I mean, it's just, they've got all those different age classes. they got pencils like we do, too, but they've got, you know, mature fish up to six- and seven-year-old fish swimming around and an abundance yeah. of them. Yep, that's what it takes to catch them. First, you, first you got to have big fish. Yes, well, and you got to have fish. Then, then you can to catch, catch them. them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> if you're not on them, you're not going to yeah. get them. <laughs> yeah. Rule number one in fishing: fish where the fish are. Exactly. As simple as that sounds. That's exactly <laughs> what it takes. I usually pull up on a spot, Mickey, and I'll, I'll fish 
10, 15 minutes. Uh, if you got three people in a boat or two people in a boat and everybody's throwing in every direction with something different, nobody pretty gets well bit. know this ain't happening. Move. No, let's, let's roll. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it, you observe with that, you observe what's the tide doing? Is it coming in? Is it going out? Is it standing still? Is the, is the wind pushing the current across the channel or on, and the predominant currents on the other side? That All of that has to be factored in. And yes. then once you figure that out, you go, okay, this is not where we need to be. Let's go. And then you might play musical spots for a while and be observant while you're doing that. Be watching. Do you see some birds working? Do you see some bait on the bank? Do you see a bunch of white egrets lining the shoreline, picking little pogey and stuff? Well, you might better stop there and see. That's how you find all your new spots. That's it. While you're running your old places, keep looking. And you'll find more. It's uh, I concur. To me, to me, it's what makes the world go around. Trying to figure out what the game plan is of the day. It's not actually catching the fish. That's okay. But to me, it's it's about figuring it out. Boy, the days I hate when it's just in, inevitable. You're just whipping a dead horse. I mean, you can look just look at the bay, and it's just. <laughs> It's just dead. I mean, everywhere you go, everywhere you, there's no bait activity. I mean, it's just like the Great Salt Lake. No activity. Nothing. No life. That's right. And, uh, oh, I hate days like that. And you try, try, I try. I hate those just, days. And then every once in a while, you know, you, you'll stumble up on it later in the day when something just right with the moon phase or the tidal <laughs> movement or, or the wind laying or picking up. It sparks a bite and saves a day for you, but you you got to keep going. You just got to keep keep going through the motions till you till you finally hit them. Yeah, if you give up, you won't ever see that. No, boy, there's a lot of days yeah. by one o'clock, man. It's just you're going, man. Am I just this bad of a fisherman, or is it is fish just not cooperating? What is going on here? That Wednesday, it was twelve o'clock before I really started catching fish and then it was no problem i could have got a 15 trout louisiana limit in another right. 30 minutes well I the last day the last day i fished uh i think uh i went four hours without a bite i'm going what is going on <laughs> going jeez yeah and then uh all of a sudden, man, I started seeing bait activity and started working it, and here we go. We started getting bites, and boom, light them up. Yeah. That's when you that's when you want to turn around and thank your guests for hanging with you all that. Right. All that. Yeah, because they start getting uh, thank you a little for, antsy. Yeah. What do you think, Captain? What do you think? Boy, I hear that word a lot. What do you think? <laughs> well, I ain't well, I got, I've got a lot of fishermen. I got a lot of people that fish with me that enjoy the challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, when it gets tough like that, they like to try to figure it out too. That helps. And uh, boy, that's you got people like that. You're not. You're not going to come home fishless. You're going to figure something out. Oh, they'll hang you with put you. all those heads. Grinders, oh, man, yes. got to have them grinders. <laughs> 
All right, Bill. Well, partner, well I got a grand on out of here into the next uh, commercial <laughs> break. But, uh, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing, will you give them a number, man? 409-673-9211. Rfishsabinelake.com. That's right. All right, Bill. Well, Touch hey, you have buddy. a good day. Watch that old weather. Keep your eyes back to the west. That's where it's coming from. I will do it. All right, brother. You be safe. See you, man. All right, that's Captain Bill Watkins. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, let's go up to Lake Conroe. Let's check in with the fish dude this morning. Hey, Richard, how you doing? You know, I'm good, Mickey. How about yourself? Oh, I'm all right, buddy. I'll tell you what, this weather's changing. It's 15 degrees warmer this morning than it was yesterday. Boy, it warmed up during the night, didn't it? It did, didn't it? I'll tell you what, it's pretty dang, pretty dang warm, but it's supposed to cool down. I guess that wind's going to blow again, too, so uh, we'll see. I don't know whether you'll get much of it as far inland as you are. We're we're not that bad down here this morning, so I don't think uh, it's going to be a factor for you. You just need to yeah, I think it's all, watch that line of storms of, coming your way. Yeah, I think it's mostly going to be this evening and then tonight when all that stuff comes in. Well, it's but, moving fast. I looked at it when I got here this morning, and uh, it was just uh, – I mean, it was kind of west of San Antonio and Austin and – now it's uh it's almost to Katy right now. No kidding. Good yeah, night. it's just west of Katy. I mean, it's moving quick. I, it's from I didn't Brenham. Even look. Yeah, it's from Brenham on down towards the coast. Oh goodness! If I will roll in here on top of us, but I, I'm gonna check it out here in a minute anyway. Just to make sure, but that's all. We'll figure out something. Yeah, Tommy's fishing that high school bass tournament up there this morning, so those guys need to. What. Those kids need yeah. to watch out. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them here already. I bet there is, yeah, man. It's a big deal, brother. <laughs> Where are you going to fish know, today, wherever you can find a spot? <laughs> that, well, the thing is, we're hybrid fishing. We're bass fishing. So it's a, we'll be yeah. hybrid catfishing and maybe even some crappie. But for the most part, for the most part, uh, we're going to be out of their way. Yeah, you've been, you've been on uh, a roll this week, man. They've been uh, Hybrid's been doing good. It kind of slowed down a little bit yesterday. But, I mean, still we caught them, so it ain't no big deal. But. You know, it's, it's just one of them things. Get out there and I mean, everything's been biting pretty good. The crappie have been kind of locked up. I just don't want to act right, you know, because this high water, you know, they're still they're holding the dang thing up. I don't, I hadn't looked at the release, but they they are releasing it, and it looks like just on these columns out here under the bridge, it looks like it's overnight. It may have dropped an inch or two. Yeah. So it's uh, you know. Uh, at Solway on one of these docks, the walkway is completely covered. You can't, I mean, if you walk out there, you're going to be. Yes, yesterday is a little over ankle deep. Today it's going to be right at just under ankle deep walking out on the dock. So it's, um, yeah, it's just it's one of them things. It gets up gets up high enough and, and it gets on this one dock over here because it was built when they first built the marina. And that, that's on the old elevations. Right. So whenever. Whenever they did it on the mold elevations, this one always stays flooded when it's just about two foot high. So, it, it, oh well, it's fixing to drop off anyway because I'm starting to see the board a lot better. 
So today, yeah, I know take a long walk do. off a short pier. <laughs> well, the bad part is it pops some boards off of the walkway. So you'll right. be walking along there. If you ain't paying attention, you go step in a hole. Boy, that That's ain't good. Place. No, it ain't no good. That ain't no fun at all. At least it, it ain't hurt. down there where you are at. It would. Down there where you are at, you step in one of them holes. Shark law would come get you. Oh, heck, man. It's all right. Ain't no, ain't no big thing. I mean, it's, I can't complain about nothing. This weather's been great. I mean, I'm just having a lot of last week trying to make up for last week, you know, catching up on it. Cause we had to cancel, like, every trip last week because all yeah. the time rain. But, but uh, I think they're just holding this lake up because it, they don't want to flood Lake Houston anymore than what's already flooded. So I don't know if it, how much has been flooded down there, if any. But they, like I say, they've got a real slow release going on on this lake right now. But it's yeah, going John down. said, uh, you know, they've sucked the lake down 18 inches or whatever ahead of this uh, rain event this past one, and uh, I think oh, after that water right. hit and all the local runoff and everything, they were running about 14 inches over the spillway. That that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I mean, because it it dumped a lot more water than people think. Because y'all didn't get it down there. We've got it up here. No, I mean, we only got a couple inches, if that. But uh, yeah, and it stayed. I mean, all the crazy. good storm stayed up your way. And uh, Bob Green, I think he said he had around five inches over at Fayette. I'll be darned. I'll be darned. See at the house up there in Huntsville, I only got like four and a half. That's it. You know, right four here, and a half. That well, right here at the lake, they got nine, nine and ten inches. Goodness. So, I mean, that's crazy. All around New Waverly and all that. That's like yesterday. I was on my way to the house. It took me from one o'clock yesterday, one forty-five yesterday, till six o'clock to get home last night. Yeah, they had uh, forty-five North shut down to oh those motorcycle God. shootings yesterday. I saw your wife posted that on on Facebook, and uh, yeah, I started checking the local news, and I think three of those bikers are dead now. One one of them died at the hospital later. Yes, yesterday. Yeah, evening, I heard. I mean, like what's up with that? We got a gang war going on, or what? I don't, that's what road it, that's rage, what or what? Like. I, well, they shot that one down there in Spring Cypress, and right. then uh, and then they come up here to the to the same Houston statue to shoot the other three. So I don't crazy? know. I, well, I mean, that's them, you know, the outlaw bikers. I mean, if that's what it is, <laughs> I have no clue what it is. But I mean, them outlaw bikers, they get to doing stuff like that. They get them internal. Wars going on, and they uh, just why they why they do. But I'm glad I ain't got nothing to do with it because these fish they can't shoot back. <laughs> if they, they could, can't. I'd be in trouble. <laughs> You'd already been dead. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, they'd have got me. There's oh no man, the world's that. going mad. I guarantee you, but man, I'll tell you what, it's it's just something else. Like, like yesterday, I could not believe it was that. You know that big a big a deal on the highway, but it it is. But I mean, good night. And these people just it, it, when you get a situation like that, you get road rage going on in there too. So oh I don't yeah. Know it's, yeah, it ain't, I mean there ain't no telling. But man, I tell you what, that that was that what I did. I started texting my wife about three o'clock, saying what's going on on forty five because I was I'd been sitting there for an hour already. It's like dang it, this ain't no fun. I don't like sitting here. And to go 15 miles, it took five hours. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's like goodness, and I couldn't get out. There was no way out. 
What's the world what coming to? A man can't even have a good day fishing and get home on time. I know, <laughs> I know. Just get on and have a nice little meal. But that's yeah. all right. It was, it was all good. So, and that's like, like this morning. I'm, I ain't got bait yet, but I'm fixing to. You know, this, this dang wind is perfect. Well, I tell you what, I like just a little bit of wind. It's got feels like it's about three to five miles an hour. Not very much. Just enough to kind of keep you steady. Yeah. You know, keep you pointed in one direction instead of spinning in circles. See, with these spotlight trolling motors, that's the problem. When the wind, when the wind shuts down, uh, they want to go in circles. The boat will twist around north, south, east, west, and just keep going in circles till, till you finally get a little bit of a breeze to make it point right. Oh, when I wanted to ask point. you something because one of uh, the, you know, our avid listeners even texted me about this. That video you had a couple of days ago uh, when y'all were catching uh, hybrids, uh-huh. What was that? You got a noise-making deal on your boat to attract yes, those fish? Yes. Right. Well, see what it is. That's what I told him. I said, you know, because I know guys that use like a rubber mallet. They'll hit on the side of their boat with it while they're. See, years, and I'll, I'll, let me explain that. Years ago, so that was Grady. Grady Glass, I grew up with him. We, we, we used to run, run together, went to school together. and uh, But Grady was asking, is that a thumper box? See, they got these, they've got. Up around Texoma and stuff like that, they got these thumpers. They sit there. I don't know how they do it, but they make a big thump. And you can hear them. They're just thump, thump, thump on the bottom of your boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people taking a paddle and beating on the water. I've, yeah, I've heard of stirring, you know, taking a rod and just stirring around a lot. And it gets uh, – hybrids are very inquisitive fish. They want to come up and see you, kind of like a lane. You know, if you're yeah, offshore curious. on a rig, yeah, if you – if you're offshore on a rig and you rev your motor up and there's a ling around, he's going to come up. He's going to come look at you. And that's the way the hybrids are in a, in a way. They're, they're curious. They want to know. So what I did is I took a you – know, I'd heard it, okay? I'd, I'd heard that for years, that this noise maker was going to catch fish. And I always kept saying, B.S., that that's, that's baloney. It <laughs> yeah, I thought we work. were supposed to be quiet while we're fishing. <laughs> right, you know, and that, I mean, that's the way I've always – off right and then and everybody kept saying it. i kept hearing it and i kept hearing it and finally one day i said you know what i for a hundred bucks i can go to walmart and i can get me one of them little 12 volt trolling motors and I, I if i take a piece of pvc pipe and split it in half and put that and and screw it to the blade of that thing and cut it on where the cup side is down it makes a splashing sound like schooling bait fish on. See, top. that's what I heard. I, it sounded like a trolling motor that's coming out of the water, you know. Right. And I said, and surely he doesn't have motor. it on spot lock, and his trolling motor's not deep enough. But uh, no, I could but hear that. But I'll yeah, be darned. Thunk, 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 and right. Making it splash, and it sounds like it sounds like bait fish. And those hybrids, I mean, it is amazing to see. You, I, I absolutely need to get you on the boat so you can see it because yeah. it's. I'll sit out here and I can. I'll pull up on a spot and I'll see a few. I'm mainly looking for bait when I pull up on my spot. I find that bait. All of a sudden, I'll see a couple of fish. I say, "Okay, we're going to fish right here." Drop my trolling motor, spot lock it, get all my rods ready. I don't, I don't even cut my my trolling motor, the noise maker on till till I get all my rods ready. Because I tell people I don't want them biting yet. I want to get everything ready. So when they, when, I'll, I'll tell them when to bite. And I get everything ready, set up, and I go back there and cut that thing on. And you and I said, now watch this step on it. You'll see maybe one or two fish on there, and then you'll see some bait. I cut that thing on. It's like spaghetti. 
Here they come. I mean, they just come to you. It's like a magnet. The first time you know, I ever tried it. Oh, uh, first, Ken Milam up at uh, Lake Buchanan yeah, used to yeah. tell me that. He he uh, he would use like a rubber mallet on the side of his boat. That's the thing I heard. And Ken always told me that, too. He'd beat the side of his boat with a hammer. I ain't going to beat on my boat. You know, that's no, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> so, you know, I heard people doing that. I ain't going to beat on my boat. Why do I want to do that? And I ain't going to sit there and do it. I can cut the trolling motor on and let it just sit there and go. It's, it's, I ain't got to worry about it. Because that's the funny thing. The more it goes, the the more they come. Yeah. And the very first time I ever tried it, believe it or not, I had I had the nuns on the boat. And I told them, I said, I said, I'm going to try this. I don't know if it'll work or not. And we pulled up on this one spot, and I said, well, there they are right there. And I spot-locked it, and we never moved and limited out. Amazing. With, with hybrids. I mean, it, it was absolutely amazing. I, yeah. I Curiosity killed the cat, you know. That's, that's uh, exactly right. That's, that's exactly uh, right. That's but I, I I wanted to ask you that because I even had a listener text me about it and uh, I've, so that's that's good to know. Well, Richard, I got to go and I know you do too. You need to catch your bait and everything. If somebody wants to call you about coming up and uh, making some noise and catching some fish, I'll get a hold of you. <laughs> All right, Mickey, we'll get in touch with me. Nine three six 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 one seven nine two zero. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dude Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com. Or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com. All right, buddy. Hey, watch that weather this morning. Yes, sir. Y'all have fun. All right, Richard. Thank you. See you, man. All right. All right, that's Fish Dude up on Lake Conroe. Let's run down Matagorda Way now. Let's check in with Captain Charlie P. this morning. Charlie, what's up, buddy? Mickey, how are you? I'm good, my friend. Thanks for asking. Yes, sir. What's going on? Nah. Quite a bit, quite a <laughs> quite a few, quite a few people fishing yesterday, man. This parking lot was full. They showed up. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we had two big corporate groups. We had, I know, one group was running fourteen boats, and I think we had six in ours. So, a lot of good slot fish bit the dust yesterday. Yeah, I saw I saw one of them kill shots. One of those groups posted on social media, and uh, boy, it was a pile of fish with everybody standing mm. behind them. There was dead stuff everywhere. It's like Josie oh. Wells came to town. Unfortunately, I think that was our group. Was that your I group? No, I didn't want no part of that picture, though. <laughs> you killers. <laughs> God, um, no, they, I, we never caught any, anything over. Uh, 23 inches, but quite a few of them released some uh, 25, 26-inch fish yesterday. Right. But uh, when we came back, that parking lot was full. It brought people out of the woodwork yesterday. Oh, yeah. So it is what it is, man, you know. Some of these people want these fish to eat, and they get them, you know. The law yeah. says they can have them. You got to got to buy that. That's it. And I really, we all, you know, we're all talking, cleaning those fish, and and it's the same fish we've been releasing all year long. And uh, it was a bloody. And then everybody's worth going back to that, you know, the other way, going back to five fish, fifteen inches. I don't know about that, but I guess it's going to happen. They say it is September first. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we just have to deal with it. Well, they so. caught some beautiful fish in that uh, Legend series yesterday. I, I wasn't able to pull up any of that on my phone for some reason. They they got it up. They put it on late. I didn't see it till late yesterday evening while I was watching the Astros game. Really, that' what it was. Well, how do who's leading those top two teams? Are they still up there? I'm sure. Yeah, Ramzinski and them are leading it with. Uh, man, they almost had a seven pound average. Let me bring it back up on my phone here. And uh, they had, uh, I think Ramzinski had a 809 for his big trout. Huh. And uh, let's see. Yeah, they've got 2746, 27.5 pounds, right out of seven pound average. And uh, the team below them, Blackwell, Blackwell, and Nippling, they, uh, they had actually a bigger trout stringer. They had 20. A little over 20 pounds of trout, but they only had a little red of 481. They've got 2509, two more teams under them, 2447, 2439, 2297, 2244. I mean, there's some good uh, – I think Culpepper had the second biggest trout with like a 7, 774 or something like that, and there were several like that. There were some good fish caught. Yeah, I've been getting reports all week long of, <clears throat> you know, people around here and people I know that's been down there fishing all week long. They've been catching good fish. Yeah, Simmons. Really good fish. Culpepper and Lloyd, you know, they had uh, over 18 pounds of trout. They just had a little red of 430. But maybe they yeah. can turn that around today, get them another big stringer like that with a big red to go with it. Boy, that'll move you up a lot with that one red. Oh, yeah. Gotta have it. Gotta have it big, big rubber lip, man. Yeah, you catch him all the time, and then when you need him, he, he's tough to find. It, buddy. it never fails. Remember the Gads Cup back in the day when we'd fish it. You know, if you didn't have your two reds to go with your five trout, don't even show up to the weigh-in. Oh uh, my God! I've had so many Gads Cup tournaments where I'd, I'd have a five and six pound average, and I couldn't even catch a redfish. Mm, hate it. That's the way it is. Those reds are hard to come by over here, too, Mickey. we got a bull tide. We've had it a while. And, right. You know, I don't know. It just seems like our currents have been different the past couple of years. They've been stronger. But not to just something's different about it. It's that Green New Deal. <laughs> is that what it is? Climate change. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what it is, man. I laugh at that because, I mean, they're talking about how bad it is now with global warming and everything, and I look back at all these old records, and they were back in the late 1800s and early 1900s before there was ever carbon emissions and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got to have something to blame this. They got to have something to blame this rotten world on right now. Yeah. So. Follow the science. Yeah. Oh, did you see where that dairy farm blew up up there in the panhandle in Dimmit, Texas? No. Oh, my gosh. What kind of farm? It was a dairy farm. 18,000 oh. cows were burned alive, just blown up. They had an explosion. What caused that? Well, they claim it may have been a faulty. Uh, they really don't know. 
but it may have been a faulty uh, manure, you know, compressor and machine deal where they take the, uh, you know, the gases out of the, I don't know, it's, it's some kind of process from cleaning the manure and running it through a process or whatever. They think it may have been had something to do with that. Well, that's a shame. I mean, all these processing facilities and dairy farms and burning down and blowing up. We even had two processing facilities that planes crashed into. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy things happening, Mickey. Crazy yeah, things. Uh, guess it could get worse. We'll just have to wait and see. We'll see. Well, I guess milk, on through milk and beef's going up again. Eggs. <laughs> Gas. Yeah, that's, uh, boy, it's really spiked here the last few days. Yeah, so we have to buy our gas at the marina, so we're, we we pay at a premium all the time. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that, uh, that's what Mike Jeffcoat always gripes about over there, you know, where he's at, he's buying it down there at Venice. Oh, my God. I can only imagine what they pay down there. Yeah, it's high. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Now we got weather to deal with today. I thought we were in the clear till tomorrow, till, till tonight. Well, it uh, it all changed. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that line of uh, rain. It's it's gonna be above you. you Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 